Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 29th. I was just going over on the on YouTube live about yesterday's newsletter. Um, I thought it was really good, and I think it's really important if you haven't read it that you read it at least. But at the ve- the, the the least thing you should do is running on empty with Tony Dwyer. It's an on the tape podcast. I I link to it here. It's available on Apple Podcasts if you want it. I link to it here in Spotify. Um, listen to it. It's an hour. Throw your headphones in. Go for a walk. And listen to this for an hour. Get some healthy, you know, uh, healthy steps in. It's an hour. You can afford an hour of your time. This is basically, I think, the first forty minutes of this with Tony, um, uh, Tony Dwyer, and Danny Woods. They were involved in the Big Short, and they're saying something's got to give, and there's going to be some type of news on this, blah blah blah. But in the newsletter, if you don't have time to listen to it, and I would say listen to it this week, but at the end, I actually asked um, Scripter. Uh, which is an AI program to summarize uh, podcasts. I said, "Hey, give me, give me stuff." It basically goes over the the talking points of all this, and it it kind of points out which minutes or what, um, you know, meme stocks and market conditions, private cre- Fed and Fed's balance sheet, all of this stuff. It basically analyzed the uh, the talking points and got it. So, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, make sure that you're subscribed to the newsletter. Um, the other thing is follow me on Savvy Savvy Trader, SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. Uh, I have two portfolios. And if I just look at myself, um, we can go over here. The two portfolios are a trading portfolio and a core portfolio. And the trading portfolio is basically just trades that I actually take. Uh, I put them in there. Core portfolio is just an even weighted of the core portfolio that I recommend to you guys. If you're looking for stocks to buy, these are good companies with good products, with good earnings and good management. Uh, they are stocks that I recommend. I typically hold, I think there's four of them that I don't hold in my portfolio. The only one that I say don't hold in your portfolio is Moderna. It's a trading stock. You can trade in and out of that one. But I do think long-term mRNA is a good thing. Uh, the other one that I recommend is Stock Market Nerds Portfolio. He's got a great portfolio. Yes, we're all down, but the market is down, so uh, not much you can do about it. My mouth is killing me, so hopefully I'll get through this quickly. Uh, SPY, we talked about yesterday, how SPY had an inside week last week. Um, SPXL was the play. Uh, SPXL, let's see. Yesterday, I think it got you in yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, or it got you in uh, late last week. Um, Let's look at the algorithm. It got you in at 88.02. You're trading at 87.62. Yesterday, uh, we were trading about 87. Today, it's up about 0.16. Market just opened up. Uh, the MACD is low enough. I, I, I think if we see a, a nice 1% in the weekly move on uh, SPY, this is going to get you 3% in a week. I think it's a good play. I think it's solid. So let me make my, my face a little bit smaller on the video. There you go. So you can see it. But SPXL is the play. Uh, I do think... 
um, that if we see that good on a, a spy, we're gonna see a, a good one on uh, on QQQ as well. And I say this a lot: buy SQQQ under forty. I think if we see a pop this week, for some reason we see a pop. I think the TQQQ is going to see a pop. This has you in at 3798 uh, on August 22nd. So last week, mid last week, you've just kind of been floundering and you've been kind of capitulating. Uh, that 200 day is providing you support at 35. Uh, this line right here is about 40. I say buy under uh, under 40 and sell over 40 once you have confirmation. You have confirmation right there at 3798. It's kind of lost it a little bit, but it's regained it back. So if, if you're playing SPXL, I would probably split it up and play half SPXL and half TQQQ uh, for your lot. Now, core portfolio. This is one that I want to bring up. Target. I I know I've brought up Target before and I've said, hey, it's a good company and I I personally own it. I do own five figures of this one. Uh, And I've held it through this downturn. Um, I got to thinking about it yesterday. And what really bothered me, and if you didn't tune in yesterday, um, we looked and we saw the CEO selling at 52-week lows. This dude sold almost $4 million at 52-week lows. Well, why the hell is the CEO saying things will get better, and yet he's dumping $4 million of stock? Um, we go over, this is a good company with really good products, uh, with really good earnings, but their management is not managing them correctly. And that's where I, I, I've kind of got it lost, and I'm going to take this out of the core portfolio. Now, yesterday was an up day. I expect this week to be an up week. Uh, I don't want to sell at these lows. I'm probably putting in it to cover this gap up to 127 here. Uh, if it goes below 120, I will absolutely sell. I think my purchased average uh, cost is about 111, uh, and that's from years ago. That's not a good investment with five figures uh, to have it years ago come all the way back down. Uh, it's bad money management on my part. It's in an IRA I, like I've been saying, I expected this one to come back up because I thought the management was good. There's three things that the management did wrong. First was the inventory levels. They just mismanaged it. And when you go back and you look at some of the gaps up here uh, in this stock, uh, that the first gaps were from in, uh, inventory management. This first one right here, inventory management from last year, inventory management from this year. Then you go back to the earnings and as they started to slide down and they started to get the social stuff going on, that's where you really saw the management do poorly. And the management made the decision of they had a, um, a line of clothing that, that came out and conservatives didn't like the line of clothing because uh, it was, uh, I think, uh, pride-based. So how you have a problem with that, I don't know, but you know, just stay the F out of the store. But they started confronting store employees. Well, what does the management do? The management does the absolute worst thing, which is pull the line of clothing. So not only do you have people boycotting you, but then you pull the line of clothing, the clothing so that your even your supporters can't support you uh, and go into the store because you made the decision to to, to buckle and, and pull that out. Um, the third decision that I have is is that they're, they're just not managing their losses. They're, they're losing billions of dollars in loss. And it's not the smash and grab. It's not the dangerous stuff. I mean, that's a, a small portion of it, but it's organized crime that's basically shrinking their inventories and, and stealing stuff off the back of a truck that's being resold on the, the open internet um, you know, and, and making profits there. So 
I have a problem with this company overall. Uh, I don't know that it's going to get better. I will get back into it. But what what happened to me yesterday and over the last week is I really realized it. Uh, Walk into, and this is just personal, and and I, I talk about this all the time. It's your personal stuff that you should invest in. I don't go to Target a lot. Um, Walmart has stepped up their game to where their stores are actually good. It, it used to be that Target was the uh, upper echelon and you paid 10 to 15 cents more or 50 cents more uh, at, at Target for an item than you did at, at, at Walmart. Um, because they had better stores, they had better uh, employees, they had better inventory, they had better everything. And it just was a nicer experience. Now I have a nicer experience going to Walmart than Target. They have the inventory level. Um, They have the products that I want. So in my mind, I'm not sticking with Target. I'm looking for it to get up to 127. I'll sell it on an up day. You want to sell it on a down day. You just don't want to sell it. So Target's coming out of that core portfolio. Um, Yesterday for the YouTube audience, I went over some things. And and one of the things that I want to do, and I I might do it today. I might do it later this week. um, But I went over a daily chart uh, of the great eight. And I threw in um, last year to, to, to this year. Uh, last year's August highs in, in Apple, for instance, you're only up 1.4% from where you were last year in August. And last year seemed horrible. And what you had the, the, from August down to October, you dropped like 20%. So don't think that you know, you're doing so great because all of a sudden this year you know, you've done well. Uh, you've pulled back quite a bit. Now look at Amazon. Amazon is actually down almost 10% from where it was in August of last year. So there's opportunities out there. The great eight, you know, it's Apple, Amazon, Google, Meta, Microsoft, Netflix, NVIDIA. I mean, if we look at NVIDIA on that, uh, uh, on that one year thing, you're going to see it's huge. Uh, let's go here and we'll go daily. Uh, it's enormous. I mean, this is a 133% gain. You go to Netflix and it's kind of the same thing. Uh, Netflix, you have a, I'm going to have to go to the daily. It's not coming over on the four hour. But here on the daily, Netflix up 67%. Uh, You look at Meta. Meta's up, I think, about 80%, 54%. Yeah, 54% on Meta. So those great eight, when you look at it year over year, you're doing well on some. You're really just doing average on others. Um, so I, I wanted to bring that up and compare that so that you guys can can kind of understand that. Uh, one that I saw, and, and we've talked about this, and I've talked about it several times, but a listener asked about it too, is Dexcom. This is the diabetes uh, monitoring uh, thing. It's under 100. Again, we had a trigger here at 105. I didn't think it was done. We're under 100. When you look at a long term of this one, we'll go to a weekly. Uh, I still continue to say that 120 is probably the, the swing on this one. Uh, you're, you're touching the 200-day. Every time you've touched the 200-day on this one, you've bounced back up. Um, there is concern with the Apple Watch coming out that they could uh, release something where they could monitor blood sugar without uh, penetrating your skin. I don't know how accurate it is. I don't know uh, whether they'll they'll actually release that or not. But that's what's kind of coming down on this is if they come out with something where you don't need to uh, penetrate yourself and you can monitor it. Um, and let's let's be honest, there's a large base of um, Apple Watches out there that probably need an upgrade. 
And if you're diabetic and you can do this and they can get it through and you can pay for your Apple Watch um, through Medicare or your health plan, that's probably going to put Dexcom in a, a bit of a hole. So I think that's what this is uh, reacting to. I don't know. I mean, let's just let's go over here. Let's look. Um, let's see if there's any news on this one. But you know, you're you're 25 percent above your 52 week low of 78. You're 28 percent below your 52 week high of 139. So you're right in between. You're right in the middle. You're down 12% this year. There is no reason for this one to be down 12%. Your average target price is 149. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see. I think it's undervalued. I, gurufocus.com. Let's see. This is fun. Yeah. If you want to see why it's undervalued, here you go. Um, this is where I think it, it probably is a, a great time to buy. Uh, but wait for confirmation. Again, you don't want to buy uh, just something because, you know, hey, uh, it's down from where it was. You want to buy something that actually, if they get some type of news that this one, you know, their, their glucose monitoring is probably inferior to the Apple one, which doesn't puncture the skin, you're going to see this one just dive, just absolutely dive. Um, Boyle Energy, I talked about UCL uh, just earlier on um on youtube yeah penetration fun <laughs> uh boyle i think it's 70 dollars stock it's down two percent today um i think you're heading into august i think it's a time to buy um i will probably buy this one when we get confirmation when the algorithm tells me to if you want to trade it on the 65 minute algorithm um this one's not bad let's see if you're in on the 65 minute nope you're out got you out with a 0.5 percent gain yesterday so um yeah, just natural gas. It hasn't participated. Um, this week, tomorrow, CrowdStrike and uh, Salesforce, two earnings reports after the bell. Uh, this is what's interesting is CrowdStrike got a downgrade yesterday, and, and they just shot down. The algorithm has you out. I personally own this one. Palo Alto Networks, another uh, cybersecurity, they reported great earnings they dipped down, back down to 231, but that one gapped from 200 up to 250. This one, I'm expecting decent earnings. Remember, these guys are expensive. They don't make money. Um, CrowdStrike, let's see what the average target price on this one is. Average target is 180. The most recent was Morgan Stanley yesterday. They brought their uh, price down to from 178 to 167. Um, the average, but the, again, the average price target is 180. This is up 40% year to date. So it has been a, a good mover. I mean, do what you want with the earnings. I currently hold this one. I'm not selling it. I'm not trimming it. I may trim it if we see a pop after hours. Um, but I do think that's a long-term investment. I hold, I, I sit and hold that one. Um, I think it's a good company. I just don't think it's going to go back down, way down from where it is at right now. Um, Salesforce. This one's expensive. This one's super expensive. Understand that. Uh, I think if you get a bad report, I think you're back down in the uh, below 200, and I would absolutely buy. I think if you get a good report, you're coming back up here to 214, and I think you're testing that 200 day at 217. Um, but CRM, I think Mark Benioff probably brings up AI at least 500 times on on the call. The PE is 557. I mean, the forward PE is 23. You're up 60% year to date. You are only 11% below your 52-week high of 238. 
I think that 217, 220 uh, area is probably where you're looking at the tops. I don't think that you're coming up here to 230s. I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. Uh, I, I think this one's just getting beaten down based on rates going up and this one being super, super expensive. Uh, Broadcom, AVGO, uh, they report on Thursday, uh, as well as Lululemon. This one has been beaten down. It's below its 200-day. Um, you know, the chips haven't had a great, other than uh, uh, NVIDIA, which had, went up yesterday, and it's up here in pre-market at 470. Looks like it's starting to climb back to the 500 level. Um, this one has their earnings. Oh, I'm sorry. This one's August 31st, which I guess, yeah, it's two days from now. One, oh, I'm on the 65 minute. That's why. Um, let's look at the four hour. Uh, bu- 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 the four hour chart here. Yeah, you're above the 200. I was going to say, how is Broadcom under the 200 day? I'd buy it all day long. Uh, 779 is your here. This one, I would expect it probably on a really good earnings come up here to 900 which isn't a great move but that that's i mean even that would be a big move you've seen this this move in chips i mean that's you know broadcom's a solid company uh i think it is a little bit expensive for me um pe is 26 and chips and semiconductors that's nothing year to date is up 54 percent. it does have a two percent dividend the average target price is 888 and you're trading at 861 so for me I think the upside is limited. Uh, Lululemon reports on Thursday as well. And Lulu is one of those we've seen retail just get killed. Uh, I think Lululemon for me, lower 300s, um, this gap still hasn't been completely felt down to 321. I thought it would be, but it hasn't. Uh, You're under the 200 day. Here's the difference, and I'll bring one up after this as well. Thursday, Lululemon reports they are a luxury retailer in my mind. I mean, if you're paying $140 for pants, yeah, I think it's I, I think it's luxury at that point. Uh, I don't own Lulu. In fact, uh, half the time I go to Amazon and I look for Lulu knockoffs because uh, shorts that I just bought, golf shorts that I just bought, unbelievably just like Lululemon. Um, and I think I got them for 25 bucks on Amazon. So. Um, I'd rather pay 25 bucks for a knockoff, not have Lulu. Uh, I really like the, these shorts and they're stretchy. They're fantastic. Um, they go dressy or they go, uh, you know, on the golf course active wear. Uh, so I, I'm not spending my money there. I think the consumer may pull back a little bit. That's where I think these guys get in trouble. Uh, you are paying a lot of money for Lululemon. So understand if they do not have the growth, the PE is 48 for a retailer. That is crazy. You're up 13%. Your average target price is 420. I think the average target price will get reached in a good market, but I don't think we're in a good market. So uh, this earnings is probably more of a gamble to me. Now, if you want um, some type of uh, luxury good that has earnings coming up, I think it's on Thursday as well. Signet. Signet Jewelers, uh, and this one has been beaten down. Uh, they are coming pre-market August 31st, so Thursday pre-market. So you'd have to buy it tomorrow to get the pop. Um, look, it's under the 200-day. Do I think it's coming back down here to 56? I don't think so. Um, do I think it's going back up here to 78? Jewelry's been pretty good. I mean, this run was really, really good. 
Now, are people buying jewelry again? I don't know. I mean, you know, if they come out and say, hey, the consumer is just not buying the luxury, PE is only eight, 1.32. But, you know, if you look at luxury goods and you look at PE and we sort this, and I'm on Finviz, if you don't know, uh, Movado at seven, you know, uh, eight is tapestry, Signet is at eight. Um, you've got Invella, Capri Holdings at 15, and then the rest just are losing money. So it, it's kind of an interesting look at, at, at Signet, but I do think Signet Jewelers, uh, I think this one could pose a, 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 an opportunity. The average, again, target price is 79, and you're trading at uh, 70. So the upside is is not huge, but I do think if luxury goods are, you know, you got that MACD kind of crossing up, it might be telling you something. Um, <clears throat> Wendy's. <laughs> uh, Jim Cramer came out and said he loves Wendy's. <clears throat> um, I think this was two nights ago, three nights ago. He said Wendy's is a good company. He goes, that Baconator, his wife loves the Baconator, basically calling his, I mean, he was fat shaming his wife, let's be honest. Um, Wendy's has a cross up here at 2029. Their ex-dividend date is coming up. Here's the problem with Wendy's is uh, you've seen enormous insider sales. Um, and it's from the Trion Group, Trion Group. Uh, Nelson Peltz um, sold $58 million worth of shares. Now, he ain't the only one that sold $58 million of shares. Um, Peter May, a director, sold $58 million of shares. And then there's the two Pelts that sold each $58 million worth of shares. So uh, I see... Here's $10 million back in June that they sold. They're getting out. Uh, Trying Group is getting out. You can clearly see it. They've been selling, selling, selling. That doesn't put in still a lot of uh, confidence in me. When Again, we talked about Target selling. When your main investor is selling out, um, you know, the upside to me is 21. You're trading at 20. Maybe this is the selling that they've been doing, putting pressure on it. Uh, I just... You know, if you're in Wendy's, listen, I just lived off of Frosty's for the last week. You can't tell me that Wendy's didn't get a bump from Gary having his wisdom teeth out because I bumped them up through Frosty's. So, uh, Sean from Facebook, social request, asked me about, he said, I'm in Cleveland Cliffs. I'm wondering what your thoughts are with the potential buyout of U.S. Steel and how this will impact Cliffs or how this type of news impacts business in general. So, Here's 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 the way I've seen, always seen takeovers, and I've always seen this stuff. Um, they offered stock and cash to uh, steel, U.S. Steel, and it's it, the symbol for U.S. Steel is X. Typically, the buyer of a business goes down; the actual target that is being bought goes up, and we saw that because they have to make a a a play. Essentially, what happened is uh, they made a play. Uh, and it's $35 a share is what they played. Then there was a private company that came in and said, uh, Cleveland Cliffs is offering $35, but they're offering um, not just um, not just uh, cash, but cash and stock. So the, the private folks said, we're just going to offer you $35 pure cash. Then what happens is the the... There were some questions. Do that that this company, this private equity company, actually have the cash? And it came out they probably don't have the cash. So they backed off their offer. It's still thirty-five dollars a share, but U.S. Steel doesn't want it, so it might become hostile. Which means Cleveland Cliffs 
probably would get hurt in that scenario. I do think that the buying of Cleveland Cliffs and the integration of Cleveland Cliffs or the integration of U.S. Steel into Cleveland Cliffs is fantastic. I, I, I think they, that would benefit Cleveland Cliffs tremendously. It would take a few years, but I do think that Cleveland Cliffs would be able to do it. I like their CEO. And remember, the CEO just bought at 15. I mean, he bought a good amount of stock at 15. So at 14.83, I think you're doing fine. Um, I don't know, you know, again, long term on this one, if we looked at it, uh, they are making more with less. So the pre-pandemic price back here um, at, at about $7 per share, it doesn't correspond because they are doing more with less. You're right around the 200 day on the weekly. So here at 14, I do think that you have 17 or 18 in the cards. And you can clearly see that this bottom here at 13 and 14, I think that's where you're putting your bottom in. Um, now, whether they go after uh, with a more aggressive offer for U.S. deal, that could hurt the stock again. Because if you're giving more away to integrate with a uh, U.S. deal that hasn't been really run well, uh, yeah, that might be tough. So I'm hanging in there. I think my average purchase price is about 19 or 18 at this point. I'm adding like one to two shares every now and then. But I do uh, I do have this one. I do hold it. Uh, so Trenton uh, from Facebook asked me. He said he found this through a scanner. I think it was on Trendspider. I-R-E-N. Uh, this is Iris Energy Limited. I think this is it. Let's see. I-R-E-N. I think it's a super small cap. Um, uh, financial capital markets. It's a crypto. Uh, yeah. Bitcoin mining data center. Super small cap. $257 million. Their income is <laughs> minus. They're losing half the company, essentially. Uh, year to date, up 264%. Right now at $4.55. If we take a look at this one, uh, it's bouncing off the 200-day here on the four-hour $4.29, you're trading at $4.72. This one trades, and we've just gotten a big bump in crypto because I had GBTC, I had Mara, and I had BITW on the scan, so I'll go over those. Um, I Personally, I'd probably stay away from this. Um, target price is $11.33. You can see uh, Cantor Fitzgerald, neutral to overweight, $4 to $7.00. They're probably doing some type of purchases. Yeah, they bought H100 GPOs to target generative AI. Um, they're using AI and all their stuff. This might not be a bad one to buy as speculation, uh, but I'd trade it. Honestly, God, I would just trade this one. Uh, the algorithm, it loses you 47% versus losing 84% with the asset. If you look at the 65-minute, and we go back and we run the 65 minute on this one. Boop, 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 boop. Um, yeah, 65 minute uh, over eight months. You've made 283% in the asset. The 65 minute makes you 234%. So you underperform the asset, but both the four hour and um, the, uh, the 65 minute have you in. And, and I would look, you know, $5, 576 I mean, get back to that 200 day, I would think. So uh, your RSI is a bit high, but I, I would trade this one, Trenton. Not a bad one at all. I, I think you know what you want to find for those trades 
is volatility, and that one's huge volatility. It's just small, so be aware the market cap is only, uh, they only have 53 million shares floated, so you're very well likely, <laughs> if you see a run-up or a run-down, you may, be, may get caught in the middle. Uh, you very well may get caught where you can't fill the order until it falls 10-15%. Um, in the early days of GBTC, back in 2017, I think, that was the issue that I got caught in. Um, I, wanted, I remember I wanted to sell it at $53, and by the time the order went in, uh, the the bid ask went from 53 down to 42 So I lost all that money just be based sitting there and waiting. Uh, so you have to, you know, again, if you're going to play that one, play it, but just be careful. I wouldn't put a lot of money into it just because of the float. Um, scans, Exxon. This is a secondary cross up here at 109. Uh, we had big energy yesterday. We're going to talk about that. Simon Property Group. Uh, this one had a unique deal with a retailer. I forget the name, but it, uh, uh, oh, is that I was on the, sorry. I have to go back to XOM. I was on the 65 minute, but the four hour here, uh, Simon Property Group 111. You've been beaten down. You're under the 200 day. There's no reason not to buy this one. This is a great company. I think it's going to come back up there to 120. In the meantime, this is what's great about Simon Property Group, and this is why it's in the core portfolio. Is in the meantime, while you sit there and wait for it to go up, it's it's floating right in between its 52 week high and 52 week low. Yeah, six point eight two percent dividend, and they keep up the upping the dividend. So I, I love that one. Uh, Shell S H E L. We talk about the uh, energy. Shell is PLC, and they had a cross up here at sixty one thirty seven. You're trading at sixty one sixty one. It's in a descending wedge. Not sure about that one, but there's other energy names that I like better. Conoco Phillips. I mean, this one has just been a monster, an absolute monster. One hundred four back here. Uh, you get out with a 10% gain, you're back in at 117. So ConocoPhillips is a great one to have. Uh, other than uh, uh, PXD, I like that one as well. Uh, CVX, Chevron, talk about this all the time. I think this is a $150 stock. Um, it's 160 is the buy-in. It's a little bit extended. Here's the thing that you have to know. They're doing more with less. These guys basically just take the price of oil they, they used to make any money on anything over 60. Now they're making anything over 40. So CVX is a good one. You Dow, triple levered uh, Dow. Um, so uh, here is you Dow at 59.69, uh, right on the, the 200 day. 59.86 is where you're at today. Uh, again, if we have a week where the, uh, the S&P is up 1% on average uh, after an inside week, and SPXL is going to be triple levered, uh, TQQQ will probably follow it, and UDAO will probably follow it. Uh, the one sector that is up, ironically, is healthcare. XLV is the only spider sector today that got a cross-up, uh, and it's kind of a secondary cross-up. Nah, it just doesn't have a price in there. But it's 134.33. It did have a cross-up. You can clearly see the cross-up there. Uh, Deer. Deer is one that I don't own, but I've wanted to own. I think this is quality. The reason for this drop is not because the earnings were bad. You can see 965 to 1020. The reason is they expect large equipment sales to actually go down. 394.60. Get it while it's around the 200 day. I mean, it, it, it. yes, it's expensive. I don't think that you're going to be uh, extremely harmed by this. 
could you come down to the the, the VWAP here? The VWAP is is since May of 2020, since um, uh, uh, COVID. It's 338, so you're up above it, above it. But I, I do think if, if you look at Deer, uh, they just had their earnings, so there's no catalyst in this one. The average target price is 448. It's under 400. Uh, August 21st, reiterated stifle, moved it to 460. Oppenheimer moved it to 458. Um, and, and Credit Suites move it to 551. So I don't think you're going to get hurt with this one. Again, you can see this one up here. It, it goes significantly higher. I think you're fine. You're right in between the 52-week range. You're 20% off your low. You're 11% off your high. So Deer, I think, is a good one. Uh, Mara, we talked about Bitcoin miners. Mara got a cross-up as well. Uh, I said wait until it gets under 10. It's under uh, It's 200-day. And you're at 1083. I think you're fine. Uh, do, do you go back to seven? Probably just buy on the way down. I mean, I mean, you know, Bitcoin is experiencing some downside, but I think you're fine here. Uh, Mara, I, I think, is a great, great one to buy into. Uh, but I do I just double check that they, their dilution isn't happening. If their dilution is happening, stay away from it. Uh, but I don't know the, the shareholder vote on that one. So GBTC uh, down at 17.58, um, probably using that 200-day as support level like it is. But if you want to bit, uh, invest in Bitcoin. And finally, a uh, uh, Bitcoin trust, is it? Uh, index, crypto index. They don't call it an ETF. It's a crypto index. BITW, Bitwise. Uh, 11.40 under its 200-day. I think you know it's it, it's pretty clear that they're all getting cross ups with Deer on the industrials level. Um, uh, Caterpillar uh, gets a cross up. This is one that I own. I own three stocks that I bought in my Webull account. Uh, a large p- amount of my Webull account is cash because I'm getting five percent. Again, why am I going to invest uh, in something when I can get five percent? I put a thousand dollars in there. I get daily cash um, from. Uh, from Weeble. And if you haven't opened up a Weeble account, go to the, any link in the description here. Third link, just use my, my link to fund a brokerage account. Get 12 free stocks. Uh, put in anywhere between $3 and $3,000 and you get up to 12 free stocks. So I like Weeble. Caterpillar is one. Boeing is the other. And Apple is the other that I bought. Everything else was given to me. Um, 274 is Caterpillar's cross up. I like it. Uh, JP Morgan is one I won't go over. I'm not a big fan of JP Morgan, but they got it. Uh, Starbucks. I wanted to point out Starbucks because it's under $100. Um, Starbucks is under $100, and it doesn't go under $100 often. It got across up here at $96.79. It's at $98.16. I think you buy it here. Is it coming up here to fill this gap between $109 and $113 that was caused by this earnings? Probably not. Not anytime soon. China's, you know, going to be key for Starbucks, and China's having a big problem. Um, but I like it. I like it a lot here. So uh, I think it's a good one. Global foundries, and I was looking at this one earlier. Um, chips have been going down. You know, other than Nvidia, uh, chips have just been hurt. So you know, you're coming from here in July at 68, and you're at 52. Are you done going down? You don't have confirmation over that nine days. So I'd be careful of it. But GFS is one. Melly. This is the Amazon of Latin America. 
I pointed out that it is extremely expensive. Um, it is one that when it gets to its 200 day, you kind of have to pull the trigger because it hasn't been on that 200 day uh, very often. I think you could uh, play this one for a little bump. It's just, it's super expensive, super expensive. Check out Finviz for that one. Um, and the final one that I'll go over, there's a lot more and I'll put them in the notes, but uh, Oracle. Oracle is a podcast favorite. I said, hey, it's pulling back. Uh, I may want to get into it. This one is AI data driven uh, as far as their service centers. They are uh, moving uh, Uber from a premise uh, data system to a cloud data system. So this is the company that's doing it. You're in this downward trend. 117 is the price. Um, I, you know, you go over to Finviz and you look at Oracle, uh, O-R-C-L. Um, its PE is 38, which isn't crazy for a tech company. Forward PE is 18, so they're going to grow into it. You have a 1.34% dividend. Year to date, you're up 45%. Your 52-week high is 127. You're only 6% off that. You're 96% above your 52-week low of $60. Target price is 124. So here at 119, it's still expensive. So I like it. I'm gonna pull the trigger as the 200 day gets up there. I think it's gonna become basically just this 117 to probably 130 dollars, uh, 130 dollars stock. Their earnings are coming up on September 11th. That's when you're gonna start to see. Okay, are their uh, projections coming true? Because if they if they do have very good earnings, I think you you. Uh, eclipse that 130 mark so here at 117 it's not crazy but i do think that you here's the thing other than apple these guys buy more stock and and they retire it they just pull it off the market so that's why i like it um go to my link tree if you want any of the links Uh, just a reminder trendspider is having their huge labor day sale starting tomorrow uh i think it's starting actually today i don't know what the deal is um I have to look at it, but if you just click on that link and go to plans and pricing, you can see um, the elite is what you want. Uh, $65 a month. I think it starts off. uh, This is what the deal is. But if you go to trends, I think if you don't use my link or something, maybe the deal's up there, but I think it's 65% up to 65% off tomorrow. Uh, The links should update. Um, Save up to 60 for your first year by see offer details. Let's see. Uh, there you go. 429 right there. Full access here. So yeah, but this is what you get. You 45% off when you prepay, prepay for the whole year and you get 429 bucks. If you can't, I mean, here's the thing. Understand if $429 seems like a lot to you, uh, understand that it saves me at least $5,000 a year. I would say the Trendspider saves me from looking at these charts, from understanding everything. And you can post in our private Facebook group. Go over to the link tree and and go to here, the first link, the first icon, Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group. There's a ton of people in here that have Trendspider. There's not one of them that would say it's not worth it. And, And if you say it's not worth it, you're probably not trading enough or your portfolio is just not big enough, one or the other. If you have a million dollar portfolio, and you're afraid of spending $429, you do have work. It's not an automated system. Trendspider is just something, again, the algorithm is just something to suggest to you. Uh, It doesn't link up to your brokerage account. You can have it do bot trading. I would not suggest it, uh, but you can. 
And again, it's 60, 45% off, $429. I think I pay $500 a year. Um, but that's the first link. Uh, the second link that I'd like you to look at, Visible, if you have a phone plan and you're paying anything more than $25 a month, Visible is that second one. Uh, I have Visible personally, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Third link is Webull. I talked about it. If you don't have money in Webull, yesterday it was great. They said, what are the most undervalued stocks in the S&P? And they gave me an article, and I didn't post it here. I, I clicked through it. I read it. I wasn't super impressed. I mean, PDD Holdings is up 18% today. China is just going crazy. Um, but let's see. the Laggards, Packard, Dexcom is down at 98. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Webull... Get Webull. I mean, you get free stocks. Put a couple bucks in there. Test out the app. I love the app. And I don't love the app for trading. Uh, I don't trade in it. I don't day trade. I know people do. And and people have written to me that they like it for day trading. I use it more for long-term trading. And I like it better than a Fidelity app. Fidelity, I use still. I'm a boomer. I use my computer to trade. So uh, other thing is the daily newsletter. If you're not reading the daily newsletter, uh, I think you should. And Savvy Trader if you want to see my trades and stuff. But I will be back tomorrow. My mouth hurts. I'm going to get off here. Okay. See you.